Time for the rural news with Kim Moody in Ōtautahi. Kia ora Kim, and in a bit of a surprise reaction to Kiwi Fruits voting not to increase plantains overseas. Kia ora Mani. that's right. Kiwifruit marketer Zespri wanted to increase existing plantings of the lucrative sun gold variety in Italy, France, Greece, Korea and Japan by up to 10,000 hectares in order to secure year-round supply. To do that, it needed the support of 75% of New Zealand's growers, but only 68% supported the idea, meaning it failed to get across the line. Colin, Colin Bond, the chief executive of grower group NZKG, I was surprised by the result, as most people thought it would pass. It was the general mood and the conversations we were having with, with growers was that people understood the benefits of 12-month supply. Certainly a majority of growers have voted that way, but there was an element of risk to any decision, and though some growers were focusing more on that, and they've had their way through the resolution process. Mr Bond says some growers were worried about the crossover of seasons creating too much supply. He says only 57% of growers actually voted, so Zespri has a big job ahead to figure out why growers aren't voting on key issues. I think some head-scratching in the short term to understand why they've now missed out on two producer votes. They are going to have to come together as a board and really communicate with industry and listen to why growers are are, are more concerned about the risks and the opportunities we're facing. Um, So that is is Esprit decision for for them to, to move forward on. Colin Bond from NZKGI. Dairy production has dipped slightly, but export volumes are on the up. Fonterra's latest global dairy update shows milk production was down 5.5% on a milk solids basis in July, compared to the same month last year. The drop is being put down to a wet start to the season. But despite the drop, New Zealand's total dairy exports were up 8.2% in July, compared to the same time last year. The co-op recently trimmed its forecast payout for the current season by 25 cents to a midpoint of $9.25 a kilogram of milk solids due to the weaker demand and inflation. The Overseas Investment Office has approved the sale of four farms to overseas investors who will turn them into rotational forests. Each month, the office office releases decisions made up under the Special Forestry Test, introduced in 2008 to help promote the planting of trees. Sally Murphy reports. Furniture store IKEA's parent company, Inca Investments, continues to buy land to plant in trees. Its latest purchase is Huiarua and Matanui stations in the Gisborne region, with a combined area of just over 6,000 hectares. Nearly 5,000 hectares of the sheep and beef breeding operation will be converted into radiata pine forests. In other decisions, a Swiss company has bought a sheep and beef farm in the Cluther district, another farm in Masterton has been bought by an Austrian company, and Italian company Greedham Limited has bought a sheep and beef operation in Hastings for $5.2 million. All of them will be turned into forestry operations. Consumer New Zealand says if people want to continue eating fresh fresh produce, they'll have to get used to paying higher prices. New figures from international e-commerce company Picodi show the cost of fruit and vegetables here has risen by almost 16% since the start of the year. That's the 12th highest rise out of the 94 countries ranked. Turkey took out the top spot with price increases of more than 120%. John Duffy, the chief executive of Consumer NZ, told Morning Report a number of reasons are behind the high prices. 
fruit and veg is impacted by inflation, just like many of the other items that we buy as consumers. It's also a seasonal thing. So, you know, in, in winter around this time of year, fruit and veg can tend to be more expensive. Um, and also we've got a pretty low competitive supermarket sector where most people will buy their fruit and veg. So there's no, there's not the competitive pressures that you'd see in other countries pushing downwards on fruit and veg prices for New Zealanders. John Duffy says the cost of fresh produce is rising faster than other household staples like meat and general groceries. Log supply has been disrupted by significant weather events this month. Higher than average rainfall has made some access routes near impossible and harvesting has slowed right down, especially around Nelson. AgriHQ senior analyst Mel Crode says while New Zealand has been hit with abnormal rain events, our biggest buyer of wood, China, has also been suffering with severe flooding and heat waves. Log supply into China does remain slow just while they continue to con- uh, recover from their COVID restrictions uh, and now accompanied by the severe weather. New Zealand has been putting lower volumes over the wharf um, and will likely to continue to do so until China's demand returns. The national average for the S1 structural logs in August was $132 per tonne. Uh, values at the wharf gate have improved by a margin of around $15 to $17 jazz per metre squared. Now that's been supported by uh, the weaker dollar um, and stabilising in market prices in China. And also we're starting to see some slightly lower shipping costs, which uh, which has been welcomed. Mel Crowd from AgriHQ. That's the Rural News. Koirate Purongo o te taifenua.